This podcast is brought to you by Mapper Forward's new Patreon community, the Global Coffee Think Tank. Check the show notes or head to patreon.com forward slash Mapper Forward to find out how you can become a member today. Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward Friends. I am your host, Lee Safar, and we are on episode two of a five-part series with the fabulous Diego Barayona. Hello, Diego. Hello, Lee. We are today talking about the challenges that El Salvadorian coffee producers have faced over the past couple of years. It's been smooth sailing for you guys over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Really, really bumpy road. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tell me, what has it been like to navigate your way through a pandemic and nightmare logistical issues, uh, currency fluctuations, Bitcoin introduction into <laughs> into your currency <laughs> with nobody having any idea what to do with it or how to manage it because uh, that was really smoothly introduced. Like, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm a metaphor for that. I, I feel like Bitcoin was put into this country just when your mother or father took it to a play date, they didn't want to go. And you're like, hey, here, play. That, go, that's why I said Bitcoin. Go play. Go no, make friends. Play. But you know, like, but I don't know this, you know, that, that's what we, the whole country yeah. feels like. We don't know this, like, how do, what do we do with it? So that's an issue. So it was forced upon you and as expected, literally nothing happened. Nothing <laughs> like, happened. Nobody's nothing. using it. <laughs> nobody's. <laughs> <laughs> it was super anticlimactic because it, it actually <laughs> drove the price of Bitcoin up yeah. when it was announced. Yeah. Yeah. Because look, somebody's using it for something functional. But I feel the world was like watching us with popcorn, like, let's see what happens. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and like that's just another part. Like I I hold Bitcoin and I hold Ethereum. And it's been super interesting watching people react yeah. to the volatility of it. But volatility seems to be the word of the twenties. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like everything's just getting more and more volatile. Yeah. So, so what, what have the last couple of years presented with regards to challenges for you guys? Hmm. Where, where do we start? I mean, COVID, for example, COVID just brought this wave of, of big, big problems. Uh, logistics, like you were saying, uh, mainly like for us farmers and slash uh, exporters, it's really hard to export now. It's really hard to get bookings. It's super expensive. Prices are double, mm. triple. We need more money up front to finance everything. So that's wow. really like for us, you know, like like I also had a lot of debt in in, in inherited. So it's hard to manage those uh, debts plus getting on top more and more costs. So it's been really hard, and it's, I've learned a lot also about budgeting, being more, being smarter, simple, like we're saying, low key. Try to handle because we've been throwing more and more costs on top of something that's already really, really expensive to to uh, to maintain and, and produce. On top have, of climate change. <laughs> have you found that that businesses on the consuming end? Have you found that they are understanding of the challenge? No. For anyone no. who's listening, he's shaking his head. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, and, and I don't, I don't blame them. I mean, it's, it's. I'm, I don't have a, 
grudge against them. It's I I, I get it because it's it's a really uh, I think we, we talk about this at the town hall. Coffee has some marketing problem, and part of the marketing it's it's showcasing this these issues. Yep. Yep. I mean the the word f- for me. Uh, a lot of what I've been observing this year is that the word responsible is something that people are, if they don't adopt quickly, they're going to be crushed under what's happening right now as a result of the past couple of years. So being fiscally responsible, yeah, uh, being responsible with the way that you lead, being responsible with your forecasting, being responsible with a whole bunch of things is going to be in my, uh, for whatever it's worth, in my opinion, uh, is going to be a a determinant factor of who survives this challenging time. That's where it is. Like one of the key factors, I mean, it's not producing amazing coffee. It's not producing best quality processing. It's how well you manage your your finances. That's going to be a really, really, I mean, it it is, and it's going to be a really important factor in these coming years for producers. Tell me, when we look at the difference between, and we recently spoke to Carlos Arcilla uh, mm-hmm. from CoffeeNet, and we were talking about the difference between commodity and specialty. Yeah. Where does that sit for El Salvadorian coffee producers? Because there's been such a fluctuation with the commodity price, less so with specialty. How is... How is that going to impact the choices that producers make with regards to their crops in the future based on being fiscally responsible? It's a double-edged thing to say. I mean, because, yeah, the, the, the seed price is really up. It's up the roof. Perfect. But, like, costs are also up the roof. So, like, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. And, like, we've, we've seen that when, when, when other price goes up, everything else goes up. So, like, it's, yeah. In my opinion, it's the same thing. And for us, special quality coffees are not changed so much. Prices maybe have gone up by like 50 cents at most, but like, yes, they stay kind of the same. While the cost of like, like I would say the costs are not uh, comprehensive. Like they're, they're not like coherent to, to the way that prices have, have changed. Does, with that though, we see consumers becoming price sensitive. We see businesses who most of the businesses that I speak to don't know how to read a profit and loss statement. They don't understand how to read their profitability. Yeah. And that's a big problem with regards yeah. to consuming ends. And I know producers are in the a lot of producers are in the same situation. Yes, so are. as <clears throat> excuse me. So as people become more price sensitive and businesses are forced to become more fiscally responsible and start to learn about their balance sheets and their income statements or profit and loss statements, you guys being focused on quality and higher-end specialty coffee, are you nervous about where you'll fit into the market as Mm. businesses decide that perhaps they have to buy cheaper coffees? That's a good question, and I hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> no, Honestly, I, 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 I hate to have – I just thought about it as we were talking about it then and and yeah. because you, you hear 
you hear importers talk about yeah. like what people yeah. are buying yeah. and you hear cafe owners say, and I keep saying to them, don't <laughs> cut your cogs, increase your prices. If yeah. there's ever been a time to increase your prices, it's now. No. Increase no. your prices, which increases your revenue. It means you're not fucking over the supply chain. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So yeah. is this something that you've thought about? A little bit. And I and that's what I thought thinking this year when I'm uh, pricing my, my coffees this year. I'm like, okay, how am I going to go about it? What's a right. fair price increase for me? Yep. And, and for my, uh, let's say, importers, uh, direct uh coffee shops because it's and I, I had some trouble because i've also like how should i handle this conversation with with clients hey because i also have some fiscal duties i have a lot of expense coming up how can i make it keep this farm keep going on being profitable so um i've also been trying in terms of processing i've been trying to be more simple nowadays uh I, i've been trying to get my my dad's vision but like more and more simple with less cost because I don't want my, my cost per, per pound to to, to elevate too much because that would yeah. be a big, big problem. So I'm I'm in, in this like in, in limbo between between those positions right now. Yeah this quality. It seems to be a time for simplification. Yeah. In preparation for being responsible into the future because as we said, we don't see the end of this. Like we, uh, I can't get a feel for when whatever mm. this abyss is that we're going into when it ends. <laughs> yeah. And so this is a time to kind of like, all right, I'm going to simplify. I'm going to cut the fat from what we're doing mm -hmm. and and try and be sustainable given like all the, the uncertainty of climate shifting, all the uncertainty mm. of, you know, freight. Look at what's happening in China. I heard yeah. the other day that there are 2,000 ships off the port of Beijing. I'm like, that can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're compounding uh, logistical issues that then end up weighing heavily on your business as well, right? Yeah, and, and another reason, and actually an issue that we are, like today we, we had an issue, like if we don't export, because it takes a long time to get a, a container, a, a ship to, 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 to export, we don't get paid. Yep. It's taking much longer to, to, to get paid. And we cannot absorb being not paid for two months, three months. You know, it's it's a long time. We we don't have the, the luxury to, to wait. Oh, I think we're going to export in a month. No, like I, right. we have a really strict deadline for banks, you know, for, for loans, all that. So it's it's a really hard time to to control and to schedule your, your, your finances. It's really, really tricky. And agricultural loans are the most expensive in the world. Yeah. Banks, the, sorry for the sorry, banks are are the worst. <laughs> you know, I've spent the last six years trying to figure out who makes all the money in the coffee supply chain. And unfortunately, we've we've isolated it to two places. The banks and banks. landlords. Yep. So the banks on the producing end of the supply chain, the back end of the supply chain, and the landlords on the consuming end of the supply chain. Mm -hmm. It's kind of heartbreaking that yeah. we go through all of this rigorous work and hundreds of people are involved in making this happen and it's not even our supply chain that is the big winner from our efforts. 
it's the banks and the landlords. Yeah. Just quickly before we wrap up this issue, there's one other challenge that I wanted to ask you about, and that's with regards to defaulting contracts. Yeah. Has, th- has that been something that has been widespread uh, in El Salvador? Has that been a challenge for producers? I, um, I'm not really sure if it is, but I, I'm, it's really pro- likely. I mean, I've asked on some, some issues, to be honest. Yep. I've asked some issues like not, not fulfilling the, 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 yep. the uh, amount, let's say. So it, yep. it's obviously uh, climate change, uh, yields going down, grass, you know, so it's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a reality. I, I've been through it and I'm pretty sure people have, have been through it. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, <laughs> it was complicated before it coffee yeah. is a complex agricultural product, which is yeah. hugely underappreciated on the yeah. consuming end. Yeah. It's just gotten a lot more challenging. over the past couple of years really hard but with that came innovation Mm -hmm. and and so in the next episode we're going to take a look at the innovation that has come out of el salvador uh, with regards to coffee producing let's do that perfect peace of and peanut butter everybody have an amazing rest of your day Thanks for tuning in, folks. The best way that you can support this podcast is to join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash map it forward. There you can become a part of our community, the Global Coffee Think Tank, for as little as $3 a month. That's a total of $36 a year. We have a lot of big ideas for this community, so I really hope that you'll join in. This podcast is produced by Maple Forward and the song you're currently listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight, which is produced by Evolutionary Theory. You can check the show notes for links. For more content from Maple Forward, consider joining our mailing list at maplefoward.org forward slash mailing list.